Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon. Welcome on the Culture News. My name is David Sariro, and I have the pleasure today on iHeartRadio to welcome such an important man. He has saved the lives of so many writers because he's the wonderful author of this best-selling book called Write Screenplays That Sell. This is not just any books. This book is celebrating the 20th anniversary of this best-selling book. This is a very, very important book. If you are a little bit in the film industry, for sure, at some point, you had that book, and I hope for you, you had that book in your hands. It would take me days and days to name all the things Mr. Hal Ackerman has done in his very uh, important career, but we are going to focus on the essential book, Write Screenplays That Sell, right now over the phone is the wonderful Mr. Hal Ackerman. Hal, how are you today? I'm very well, David. I'm uh, very happy to be here and looking forward to speaking with you. Thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate your time. So the first question I would love to ask you, can you tell us what brought you to, uh, to your career of, you know, of the film, theater, and, of course, uh, screenplay? Well, I always was uh, writing something. Uh, from when I was very young, I was writing song parodies, and, um, and that graduated to theater. I, I had a career as an off-off-Broadway playwright for several years. Uh, and then many of my uh, writer friends were moving to California, and I thought, well, uh, I would join them. Uh, and that brought me out there in the 1970s. I knew very little, almost nothing, about, uh, about screenwriting. Uh, my book didn't exist yet, so I couldn't read it to find out how to write a movie. Uh, so I just started watching a great many films and uh, trying to learn how the masterful people uh, did it. And uh, from watching a lot of um, uh, just a lot of movies, I started coming up with ideas of how movies were put together. Um, from there, I was very lucky. Uh, I got a job uh, writing and uh, wrote a couple of the screenplays. And then a friend of mine was teaching at UCLA and invited me to, um, to teach a class there. And uh, I was very, very nervous about doing it because everything that I learned, I just kind of was self-taught. I learned by myself. Um, but I found out that uh, I really enjoyed doing it, and the students seemed to enjoy speaking with me and, and um, listening to me. And um, 30 years later, I was still teaching there. <laughs> Uh, and uh, I was writing at the same time. I was I was teaching and writing both. Uh, I had sort of dual careers, uh, and I just uh, stopped teaching at UCLA a few years ago. Um, took some time off to write a couple of books, and um, uh, not the screenwriting books, but uh, but another one. And um, and I just started teaching this week in New York City at uh, Barnard College. Um, so that is a very brief uh, overview of, of my career. I was a they said in New York I was a playwright, in Hollywood I was a screenwriter. Uh, then I came back, and now I'm a novelist and short story writer, and and back in the classroom. Wow! And I, I want to say, you know, you 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 mentioned it, but I would like to emphasize uh, that you have been on the faculty of the UCLA School of Theater, Film, and Television since 1985, and you are currently a career head of the screenwriting program. So you know exactly uh, what you, you're doing, and you must have taught such a, you know, I don't know how many generations of, 
uh, our screenwriters. Probably a lot of the stuff that we watch today is probably coming from your <laughs> from your teaching, uh, probably. So now I'm going to ask you the it's not the million dollar question. It's the zillion dollar question, the billion dollar question. It's uh, basically, how do you write a screenplay that sells? Without, of course, giving away too much from the book, because the book is, is really, really important. And I also want to say, because I said, if you're not uh, part of the film industry, you know, you should definitely read it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if you are not part of the film industry, if you if you're just someone who enjoys movie, this is also a great book for you to understand how stories are put together. You know, because I I don't want people who are listening now. Uh, oh, uh, I'm not a screenwriter. This is not a book that concerns me. No, 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 no. If you're a director, it's very important to understand also how screen. Uh, play is done, uh, a producer, but also I think audience members should also be aware of it. They will appreciate more the dialogues and all of that. So now, my question, my dear Hal Ackerman over the phone today, mm -hmm. tell us what is or how do you write a screenplay that tells, I have my ears all open. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you said, that is the kind of a zillion dollar question. Um, and there's, you know, I, there, there is never really, of course, uh, a guarantee that, the, that any script, even if it follows every rule and every perfectly articulated direction, uh, there's no guarantee that it will sell. But what I can say is that quite a few scripts that have been written in my classes actually have become movies, not just sold as screenplays, but, but have been produced and, and played in movie theaters. Uh, a great many more of them have been sold, and you know the the, the mathematics in Hollywood are about maybe five percent of movies that are bought, or scripts that are bought, actually become films. Um, but quite a few of the scripts that have been written in my class uh, have become films, and then have been bought. Others have been bought, and many optioned. And uh, so, uh, you know, I think I have a few clues. I, I, I'd say that I'd say that the most important thing for any writer is to write something that she or he really cares about. Um, it's hard to judge exactly what actually is going to become the next movie. But if a writer, I, I think that every writer has his and her own individual life story. I don't mean autobiography. I mean the ways in which they look at the world, their voice of expressing uh, what is exciting and meaningful to them. And if they can capture that inside of a story, it will definitely get the attention of the people that buy screenplays. And I've had many, many, many students who've written great scripts, and their first script may never actually, that script may never actually have been made, but because they told a story that nobody else in the universe could tell a story that came from their own life. Producers were able to see that they had the skills of telling a story that they could create believable characters in believable situations, speaking believable dialogue. And very often that spurred their career. A producer might then hire them to write or um, adapt a novel that they owned the rights to or to rewrite a screenplay that they had uh, 
commission that uh, didn't work out well, uh, or to hire them to develop from scratch uh, an idea that they've always had. So there are many ways uh, that the movie that uh, is a really meaningful creation from a writer's heart can generate their career. Uh, it is also, of course, possible and not absolutely imp impossible for that to actually to become a film. And as I said, quite a few scripts written in my class uh, have followed that route. Um, there was a film that just opened this past summer called Holler um, that was written by a woman from, from West Virginia, and uh, her name is uh, Nicole Rigel, and she directed it as well. But when she first came to my class, she was listening to people pitch their stories, and some of them sounded very commercial, and she felt very intimidated because her story was a very small story set in a, in a very unlikely place, and yet that movie got bought, that script got bought. Uh, it led to two other jobs, and now it has led to this other film uh, being not only written and bought, but made, and, and got, she got to direct it. So to summarize it all, I'd say write something that comes really from your heart, something that nobody else in the universe could write. And I think that's a great way to start. Well, one thing that um, I could uh, not write for sure is your great expertise in that uh, field. That is for sure. Uh, but indeed, there are so many beautiful uh, stories, and there was such a strong evolution, I believe, in uh, um, screenwriting um, due to all the new formats of the TV series that things need to go faster, they need to, to have new actions, and did you see somehow the, uh, that now there is, uh, the, the story becomes more and more um, complicated because the networks, they want to keep audiences to, to go to the next episode and so on. Did you see somehow a big change in screenwriting over the last few years, especially with the arrival of platforms such as Netflix that really changed the game of uh, uh, TV series and the way we consume um, screenwriting material. Absolutely. I'd say in longer than two years, I'd say probably closer to seven or eight, maybe even ten, when The Sopranos and when The Wire um, became popular, uh, there was a huge change in the industry. Um, television for a long time um, had been just the, the only, the only uh, outlets were the three television networks, you know, CBS and ABC and NBC. And those networks were run by a few people. They really dictated the kinds of stories, both in long form and short form, that got on the air. And uh, there was really almost no other alternative. It was just those three networks. But as you said, when other platforms, and now there's, you know, now there are literally hundreds of new platforms and production companies, uh, now the creative impetus and creative freedom has been much more given to the, to the creators of the shows. Uh, movies still are very much a director's meeting. The directors are the, are, the, are the bosses, and writers in a kind of way are hired hands. And a lot of the, all, all of the studios, major studios now, are, are owned uh, by large corporations. And for the most part, what they're interested in is big blockbuster films, films that become what, what are called franchises. So it's not just one single movie, but a, a sequel and then another sequel and another sequel. It's almost kind of 
like each like each movie almost becomes an episode of television, uh, though much longer and and much more expensive. But um, you know how many Star Wars are there now in the franchise, and how many Takens, and how many uh, Marvel stories. Um, you know, when studios invest in a movie now, they are thinking in the way that a television executive thinks of what can be the five and six and seven and eight uh, spinoffs and sequels to it. Um, but in television, television now has become uh, very much a writer's medium. Uh, the shows are run by writers. The creators are writers. The showrunners are writers. Um, and it, it, it has resulted in television becoming really a far more um, a desirable marketplace for writers. Back when I first came out to Los Angeles from New York uh, back in the, in the 70s, the late 70s, uh, there was a big dichotomy between television and film. And film was way on top. It was much more prestigious to write for movies than it was for television. But I think that has really, in, in the last few years, has really significantly changed that so much of the creative impetus is now going into television. And it's because the very reason that writers now are in charge of their product. Uh, writers are running the shows, and, and uh, the people that own the, the production units are giving creative freedom to the showrunners and to the writers. And as a result, uh, the things that are getting on television are much more personal, much, much more interesting uh, have much more character depth and are far more satisfying, um, you know, in, in many ways, depending upon what your taste is, uh, than movies are. Movies are still very much, except, for, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about studio films. They're still uh, independently uh, made films, and they still yeah. reflect the voice of a writer and a director. But, uh, but television uh, has really taken that place, and I'm very pleased that um, among the most recent a cohort of students that I've had at UCLA, um, about a dozen shows right now are either created by or being run by uh, former students of mine at UCLA. Wow. Uh, it, it, yes, it gives me great pleasure uh, that, to see that happening. That, that is amazing. And, uh, and I hope there will be more sequels to your book. <laughs> uh, that, that, would be, that would be really, really good. Uh, I wish I had really, really more time to actually do more sequels of that interview because I have so many questions to tell you, but to ask you, sorry. But guess what? Uh, a lot of the answers for everybody that you might have, they are on that great, great book called Write Screenplays That Sell by the wonderful Hal Ackerman. My name is David Cerrero. You are on iHeartRadio. Stay tuned for more music. <laughs> 